Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Search and Destroy. It's Matthew 2, verses 16 through 18. He was brutal, paranoid, unpredictable, and cruel. Yet the Jewish people in his domain were also granted privileges under Herod's authority, including freedom to exercise their Jewish faith. Herod the Great rebuilt the temple, a magnificent feat which took 10,000 men 10 years just to build the retaining walls around the Temple Mount, on top of which the Muslim shrine, the Dome of the Rock, stands today. The Western Wall, or the Wailing Wall, is all that remains of it. You can see it pictured on your briefing. He was generous on one hand, violent and cruel on the other. Maybe Herod the Great was schizophrenic? One thing is certain, you didn't want to threaten him or make him angry. During his 36-year bloody reign as king of ancient Judea, Herod the Great ordered the executions of one wife and three sons. A threat to his throne from a Jewish baby? No way! Thankfully, Joseph had heeded God's warning and taken Mary and Jesus to safety in Egypt thereby escaping Herod's desperate actions. Matthew writes, Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry, and he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem, and in all its districts from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, a voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation, weeping, and great mourning. Rachel, weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted because they are no more. Matthew 2, verses 16 through 18. Although Herod had asked the Magi to locate the baby, born king of the Jews, their reference to Jesus, and returned to let him know the babe's location, that he could go and worship him, that had never been his intention. Clearly, the Magi, or wise men, had told him that the star had first appeared about two years earlier. Hence, Herod devised a plan to search out and destroy all Jewish baby boys, two years and under, in and around Bethlehem. Any doubt about his paranoia and cruelty now erased. Word no doubt traveled to Joseph and Mary in Egypt of the horrific goings-on in Bethlehem, and they thanked God for his warning and direction. Jeremiah had prophesied such a thing would happen 600 years earlier. But even more remarkable is that this was not the first time an arrogant power monger had ordered the execution of Jewish male babies. Recorded back in Exodus chapter 1, because the number of Jews was becoming too great Pharaoh gave this order to all his people, throw every newborn Hebrew boy into the Nile River, but you may let the girls live. Pharaoh, like Herod, ordered the search and destroy hit on Jewish baby boys only many years before. Isn't it ironic? Think of it. Baby boy Jesus is taken to Egypt to keep him safe from Herod. Yet, Egypt was the same place that had enslaved and brutalized the Israelites for more than 400 years. 
God's plans throughout Egypt's ancient history, even up to today, are intriguing. Of course, the Pharaoh's death decree ushered onto the scene one Jewish baby named Moses, who God would use to lead the Jewish people out of Egypt. Hmm. So, God called Moses to lead his people out of Egypt. And as Hosea prophesied, God called his beloved son out of Egypt. And today, it seems in order to be safe, God's children must be out of Egypt. Herod was obviously not successful eliminating he who was born king of the Jews. In fact, Herod died within two years of this time in a vile and painful manner of sickness. While he sought to search and destroy the babe, no one would thwart the plan of God and Jesus Christ. And when they were eventually able to kill him, that was the plan. Jesus was born to die. If you'd like to read this or print it out, see the discussion questions, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again the title of this one, Search and Destroy.